0: Thank you for hitting the download and subscribe button on iTunes and Google Play. This is Steven Jensen. You're listening to the Fight Talk Podcast. Today I am doing WWE Elimination Chamber predictions, and they are brought to you by Wrestlerumble.com. Wrestlerumble.com is a place to be for all fantasy pick 'em contests for professional wrestling, and this is the prize list for the Elimination Chamber pick 'em contest. First place gets $500, so first place, 500, $500, $500 cash for first place. Second, third, fourth, and fifth all get $100. That is $100, dollars for second, third, fourth, and fifth. So there's a total of $900 on the line. First place gets $500, second through fifth get $100. And that's just for being a fan of professional wrestling and watching it from your couch. So I highly recommend it. I love the contest. It makes me invested in these shows. Even shows like Elimination Chamber that, let's be honest, on paper, not that impressive. But I'll be watching mainly because I am participating in the WrestleRumble.com Elimination Chamber Pick'em Contest. And I want to win some money. And I'm sure you do too. So check it out. Join the contest. And follow them on Twitter at WrestleRumble to stay up to date with all of their contests. That said, let's jump right into these predictions. This will probably be a pretty quick episode of uh, Fight Talk, so we'll see. We'll see how this goes. This might this might only be a few minutes. Who knows? But let's just get right into it. We got Buddy Murphy defending the WWE Cruiserweight Championship against Akira Tozawa. I feel like we've seen this one a bunch of times. Uh, maybe not as often one on one, but you know, in multi man matches and stuff. I don't see any reason why they would take the belt off Murphy and put it on Tozawa. You know, Tozawa's held the belt before, didn't really do much with it. And that was, you know, during a time where there was actually probably more interest in 205 Live, to be honest, as like an overall brand. Nothing against Buddy Murphy, but the brand doesn't really have much buzz to it. As great as the matches consistently are, not that many people care about the show, which is be totally honest about it. And Buddy Murphy being the champion of that show, I mean, he's a good pick as the champion. Because he has such great matches and he's such a believable champion, to be honest. And I just don't think Tozawa winning that title does anything for the brand at all. So I'm going to say Buddy Murphy wins. And I believe that will be in the pre show, which is kind of sad because Buddy Murphy really does deserve better. He's really, really, really been impressive this past year or so. I mean, think about it. Like, I mean, him being in that tag team with uh, Wesley Blake for so long and them being tag team champions and him completely reinventing himself in this cruiserweight division has been actually pretty pretty spectacular to watch, and his title win in Australia was was amazing. So there's that too. Up next, I've got the tag team elimination chamber match for the WWE women's tag team titles. This is interesting. Um, the teams are Nia Jackson Tamina, the Riot Squad. Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, the iconics Bailey and Sasha and Naomi and Carmella. I feel like Sasha and Bailey are going to be the champions. I just don't know if they'll be the first champions. The reason I say that is because I kind of feel like the WWE is positioning WrestleMania this year to kind of maybe even end. Like, if the main event winds up being Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch, I think we're going to see, or sorry, Ronda versus Becky. Versus, uh, I guess it could be the triple threat still. I guess that's kind of what they're working towards with Charlotte. What I would like to see is Charlotte versus Oscar and Becky versus Ronda one on one. But I don't know if we're gonna get that or not. I feel like it would have been pretty cool though, like if Charlotte beat Oscar, if Becky beat Ronda, and if Bailey and Sasha, um, won the titles. So like everybody won all four of the four horsewomen of wrestling when championships at wrestlemania and maybe end the show kind of all in the ring together holding up the fours or something like that that'd be pretty cool um I so i don't know if that's what's going to happen especially if charlotte and uh charlotte winds up being in the becky and ronda match which is obviously you know where it's headed where it looks like it's headed where at least storyline wise it's headed as of right now so we'll see so you know Part of me wants to say Bailey and Sasha win this, just get the titles and, you know, carry them, tell, you know, however long, who knows. But I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think that Bailey and Sasha will win the titles at WrestleMania. And so I have to think who's going to be the team that seems the most difficult for them to defeat at WrestleMania. And I feel like Nia Jackson, and Tamina are that team. For a few reasons, right? Like, I think WWE is obviously really high on Nia Jax. She's not in the women's title fight or title match uh, scene on Raw or SmackDown as it stands right now. So you feel like they'd, you know, want to put some more spotlight on her and maybe give her the, uh, the tag team belts along with Tamina, and Tamina, I mean, I said it on Twitter this past Monday, she's got the worst top rope splash I've seen in my life, which is real ironic, considering her father's the one that popularized the move, so, um, yeah, I, I mean, I think this tag team sucks, to be honest, I'm gonna be, t- I'm gonna be straight up honest about that, like, I think Nia Jax is garbage, I think Tamina is, like, extra garbage, I think that the tag team is just a joke, but I think that they're gonna win the titles, and that kind of tells you what I think about this, uh, entire situation, kind of, But. uh and I just can't wait until the day that Nia Jax is, is beating guys in the WWE ring because that'll probably be the time that I turn the uh, WWE off completely. So we'll see how that all goes. And there's probably some people listening to this right now that are upset about me saying that. But I am not a fan of Nia Jax in any way, shape, or form. I'm not impressed with with anything about her. And uh, the fact that she's getting this push is just insane to me. But I think that Nia Jackson and Tamina are gonna win. And I think that they're also the last ones in the chamber because of a match they won this past Monday on Raw. So we'll leave it at that. I'm taking Nia Jackson Tamina to win the titles. Up next we got uh Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush versus Finn Balor. Lashley's intercontinental title is on the line. I'm gonna say Finn Balor wins this one and gets the win on Rush, because I feel like that's the whole reason why Leo Rush is in the match to begin with. So, Finn Balor can get the win on him and not have to make Bobby Lashley look weak. And that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to say Finn Balor gets the win with a coup de grace, one two three. After that, we got The Miz and Shane McMahon defending the SmackDown Tag Team titles against The Usos. I'm going to say that Miz and Shane retain. I was a little more on the fence about it until Jimmy Uso's uh, you know incident this past week. Uh, for those of you who may not have heard, he got in an altercation with a police officer, him and... Uh, him and Naomi were like involved and that smelled like booze. They got pulled over, this whole thing. Don't want to like misquote exactly what happened, but Jimmy Uso, I believe, got arrested over it and TMZ was reporting that uh, he was having to deal with some legal, legal stuff because of it. So we'll see what happens, but it kind of leads me to believe they're not going to put the, the tag team titles on him right away, especially while I was getting this bad press in the media. So that's even more reason for me to think that Shane and The Miz are going to win. And to be honest, I like the tag team of The Miz and Shane. Like, I really don't have a problem with it. I imagine it's going to lead to a singles match between the two. Like, there will be an eventual blow up, and they'll probably wrestle each other at WrestleMania. But I'd be okay with, you know, neither of them turning and just keeping it how it is for a while. Like, I actually like it. So, that said, I'm going to take The Miz and Shane McMahon to retain. After that, we got Ronda Rousey defending the Raw Women's Championship against Ruby Riott. This is a squash match. Uh I mean, this is obvious. This is just something for Ronda to do. Uh basically a placeholder to get her to WrestleMania. So, uh, I expect Ronda Rousey to defeat Ruby Riot pretty quickly. The, honestly, the the bigger question is does she make Ruby Riot tap out to the armbar or does she make uh does she pin her the same way that she uh got some wins recently? I think she beat Sasha Banks actually with the uh, it was like the modified Samoan drop kind of thing she does. So, that's really the more interesting question. If it is, in fact, a question at WrestleRumble.com, I don't know because I haven't filled out my uh, my questions yet. So I don't know if that is a question, but if it is, that's actually kind of a, that's a way tougher one to decide than the actual winner and loser itself because obviously Ronda Rousey's is winning this match. Up next, we got another match that I really, really, really don't care about. We got Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin in a no disqualification match. Um... Braun Strowman has just been destroyed booking wise. I mean, just a just a fall from grace. I feel bad for people like Justin Labar who have just been riding his nuts for so long that like, you know, it's like every every time I get on Twitter it's like, Braun Strowman, why aren't they doing this with Braun Strowman? Why are they doing this with Braun Strowman? what's going on with Braun Strowman? The fans It's like, well, it's sorry, dude, but Braun Strowman clearly isn't the guy that you thought he was, or that the fans thought he was, or that the WWE thought he was. There's a disconnect there somewhere because Braun Strowman has gone from, you know, surefire WWE champion all the way to, uh, I mean, not I can't call him a jobber because he really only loses to, you know, Brock Lesnar. But as far as, you know, world title contenders go, I don't see Braun Strowman as the WWE champion or the universal champion anytime soon. And if they do that, I think it's a gigantic mistake coming off of this feud with Corbin because this feud is ice cold. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about Baron Corbin either. Like the whole Constable thing didn't make sense from the beginning. He's not particularly good in the ring. He's not good on the mic. He's not entertaining. And so it's these two big guys who have very little going for them at the moment in what's supposed to be a high profile feud for the company. And nobody cares. They added the notice qualification uh, stipulation probably to hide the fact that a singles match between the two without a stipulation would be Garbage, um. But the no DQ makes it a little more interesting. leads me to leads me to believe that there will be some interferences on behalf of Baron Corbin. But I still think that Braun Strowman's gonna get the win because Baron Corbin winning does nothing for anybody. Braun Strowman losing here would just. I mean, like I said, he's already had enough of a fall from grace. I don't. And here's the problem. I don't dislike Braun Strowman. and I don't even dislike people like Justin LeBar who who are all over his nuts all this time. Like the the issue I have with Braun Strowman is the booking. They've booked this guy into just just mediocrity. Like it's it's actually kind of frustrating. And what's even more frustrating is when you see who Braun Strowman really is as a person. Like when I watched his uh you know my my son is a WWE superstar uh, video on YouTube, which I highly recommend anyone check out. Braun Strowman seems like a really really good dude. And if they let him be that guy on WWE TV, let him be himself, I think he'd be super over. And he'd be so over that it'd be undeniable. But instead, they have him doing this, you know, get these hands, monster among men thing still, feed me more, feed me more, wherever we go. Uh, this is this has all happened before. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, Braun Strowman over Baron Corbin, but who cares? In the main event, we have Dan O'Brien defending the WWE Championship against AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy. Randy Orton, Samoa Joe, and Kofi Kingston in the Illumination Chamber. This is a match I care about. This is good stuff. It's a bummer that Mustafa Ali is out of the match because of all the momentum he was bringing in. But Kofi Kingston, with a fantastic, phenomenal performance this uh this past uh, SmackDown episode, this past Tuesday. So, this is really fun. I love this match. It's interesting. It... it Presents a lot of different dynamics between all the superstars involved. I think I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan. Well, I shouldn't say. I think I am going with Daniel Bryan to, uh, to retain the title. I love that title belt that he carries, that that all-natural you know hemp title that he carries. I think it's genius. It fits his character perfect. Daniel Bryan as WWE Champion is great. His character is great. The positioning of him, you know, the company at the moment is great. I don't see any reason for them to have to ruin this or stop the title reign. I want to see Daniel Bryan as the WWE champion going into WrestleMania. I don't know who's going to wrestle at WrestleMania. My guess is John Cena. Not a lot of people have been talking about it, but it makes a lot of sense. I think you do Cena versus Daniel Bryan. You got the backstory with them and the Bellas. You got the backstory of them wrestling in the past for the title. And you, of course, have the storyline of John Cena trying to win that 17th world championship and pass up Ric Flair. So a lot of good stuff. Also worth mentioning that Eric Rowan will probably get involved in this in some way, shape, or form. And Dan O'Brien, I think, is going to retain the title. So that's who I'm taking. Dan O'Brien to retain the WWE title and go on to WrestleMania. And my prediction is he's going to defend the title against John Cena. Um, Quick note, no Rey Mysterio on this show, which is kind of a bummer because of how good he's been looking. And there's a lot of other omissions, but he's the one that really glares. Is like, damn, where's Rey Mysterio at? I'd like to see Rey Mysterio and Daniel Bryan one-on-one for the title, too. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Just a little side note. But uh, good stuff. I mean, for the most part, Elimination, Elimination Chamber is probably going to be a pretty good show. It's kind of underwhelming on paper. Like I said, the women's tag team title thing, it's it's whatever. It's it's okay. It is what it is. But I'm dreading Nia Jackson Tamino Tamina winning, and I just think that's what's going to happen. Uh, the rest of the show is honestly pretty lackluster. I don't care at all about the Stroman Corbin match, like I said. But the men's chamber match has a lot of potential. So that match alone is worth checking out the show. And even if you're kind of lukewarm on the show like I am, the good thing is we have WrestleRumble.com to help lift our spirits and make us invested in this show. So once again, jump on WrestleRumble.com. The prize list is 100 for second, third, fourth, and fifth, and five hundred dollars for first place in the Russell Rumble Elimination Chamber Pick'em contest. Make sure to follow them once again on Twitter at Russell Rumble. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Fight Talk underscore F I G H T T A L K underscore. Got a Facebook group also to check it out. Search Fight Talk Podcast. I do the Fightful Select Weekender podcast every Saturday, which I actually did today before recording this show. You can check that out on Patreon. FightfulSelect.com. do that every single Saturday talking about independent pro wrestling. Uh, I also have a Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash fighttalk underscore. My merchandise is available at whatamaneuver.net. That is whatamaneuver.net. Any money you make on that website goes right back into the podcast. All that other stuff. Just follow me on Twitter. That's the best way to know what I'm doing, where I'm going, what's going on. Until next time, I will be back soon.